So, almost forgot you guys. We were so like heavily involved in discussing number 45 that I almost forgot that we actually did speak about something that was really important as it relates to my Brooklynites um, out there in their neighborhood and what's going on with uh, gentrification. So, um, you know, I would like for you to kind of listen briefly, it's not long, um, on what is actually occurring in a particular region or a particular location in Brooklyn um, and how this might possibly affect you if you are residing in Brooklyn. So, here we are. The one thing I would note is the White House stressed that not only are another issue is the housing in New York City. All these buildings are secretly going up really, really fast and they're super expensive. Now, okay, fine, I understand whatever the prices are in the city is going up and all of, you know, the wealthy people are coming down here to Brooklyn. That's not fair to raise our rents or to make things unaffordable for those of us who have been saving for years on top of years to own a piece of property all of just when you finally have some savings and you think that you're there to go to every website that's just rentals now everything is from they, they from one bedrooms to three bedrooms and everything is from 2500 on up to 5000 per month not only are there a bunch of these buildings going up but they don't want us black people in them that's why they make the rent so high a particular building that I was just looking at 123 Linden Boulevard between Rogers and Bedford they built that building on top on top of a nursing home. The nursing home gets no sun. No light. Now, one, that's fucked up. Two, who's in those buildings? Who's in all these buildings? The buildings in Park Slope. The buildings in East Flatbush. The buildings in Canarsie. Like, it's, it's sad. It's sad that where I grew up my whole life and saved and saved and saved, I can't be comfortable and live comfortably. I can't pick where I want to live because either I don't make too much or I make too much and don't have enough children. Now, come on. How is this even fair? Who's approving these things? But this is the main reason why, and we may have laughed, and I'm, I know I'm guilty of it, right? Because I'm a real bitch. I'm going to just call out my shit. We've made, we've made jokes. Comedians have made jokes about particularly um, Hispanic uh, ethnicities living in households where it's like 10 and plus people in one unit, right? And we laugh. We make jokes. We, you know, we've done that shit. But when you think about it, the motherfuckers are smart, right? Because they understood what we now are getting. That 
to do and live separately the way we have is just not cost effective. And so what those people have done is they decided to put their personal vendettas or reasons for why they feel they don't need to live with one another. They put that shit to the side and they put all their money in one pot. That was the smart. That's what we as black people should be doing. This is why I don't understand we have not reconstructed the black Wall Street over. But that's a whole nother topic. But that's what they did, right? And so it really makes a lot of sense why these people actually did these things. And it's really to save money. Money that, like you just pointed out, we obviously don't have because of the cost of fucking living. He was well- and affordable homes? None of these things are affordable. Read the criterias. Nothing is affordable. That little town they built over there by Gateway Mall, they say they're affordable homes, but like I said, you gotta either have 50, 11 kids with no income, or you have to have, you, you make 100,000 with no kids and still pay $5,000 monthly. Nothing is for sale anymore. Everything is just for the long, you know, just money, money, money. You have a skyscraping building and most of the apartments are $4,500, $5,000 a month. Which like you said, who the fuck can afford that? We're not even getting a salary to equate the cost of living. I remember uh, my contract for where I work at in my firm, uh, the union was... Um, doing the collecting collective bargaining for our contract because it had been uh it was up at the time and we were renewing it on the new guidelines and you know that's something that just was resonating heavily with me like where the hell are people making the money to just even afford to live where they live we're, we're not we're fucking not you have hardworking people out here, period. Not just in Brooklyn, but period. And it's sad that we can't get anything. It's fucked up that black people are paid way less than white people. It's fucked up that black women are paid less than black men and white people. When can we be great? Agreed. You know my story, sis, and I don't really get into it too heavily. Um, on the podcast, but I personally have been on the receiving end of several forms of discrimination in places of employment. So, you know, there's been times where I was just not looked for an opportunity that I was qualified or overqualified to have simply because of my race. So, you know, I get it. How can I live in a building where they go according to your income. Every time I get a raise or a new job or make any little couple of cents more, my rent goes up. But if I'm not making that money anymore, my rent doesn't go down. They would want to decrease my, impar- my apartment. Make me go into a smaller apartment that they think that I can afford. Which is still not affordable. The government is trying to push us out to all these Long Islands and Florida, all Atlanta, all these cheap ass places where one, 
they probably really don't even like us. And so all these places are about to be flooded and going up underwater. Where where the fuck do they want us to live? Nowhere. I mean, and I know that they don't care, but it's a question that needs to be asked. And we need to have an answer. You may not care where where we go, but where do you think we're going to go? And even more interestingly enough to 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 put out for the listeners to consider, if you choose to stay in New York, under the guidelines that we're currently living in, do understand a lot of people are leaving the state. So that affects us when it comes to the electoral votes that our state is allowed to have. And I keep explaining to you guys, the, the electoral votes are determined by the population of the state that you're residing. So when people start leaving a particular state, that decreases the amount that you are, quote, represented for in, in electoral votes. So I think right now, if I'm not mistaken, um, you can totally look this up. But I think California probably has the most. They have like 30-something a 30 something electoral votes i think new york had like 20 something last time i checked but again those numbers can go up and down depending on the census which is why filling out your census is so important because the more people that leave the less representation we have for electoral votes so yeah reporting the government is we gotta save to pay for a shell of a house or a property so they want close to a million dollars for a shell and then you got to go in and do work what part of the game is that it's just frustrating when you've worked your whole life like i'm only 38 but i've literally been paying taxes taxes you guys since I was 15 years old, I've already worked for 23 years of my life. I don't even look like I'm fucking 23, real facts. But I've been working that long. And so it's frustrating when you've been working that long and you really can't see where the fuck your money went other than to someone else's pockets. You understand? Why is it not okay for us to have something of our own? We can't own shit. We can't have shit. When we rent shit, we're being fucking forced to probably uh, have the shit... Uh, uh, what's the word um, that they use when they are uh, repoed? There you go. Thank you, spirit. How shit get repoed because we ain't making enough money at the jobs because we can't get um, more income because we are not being offered more opportunities to get more income. So this shit is like a whole shit show. It's a fucking disgusting loop that is purposely manufactured to keep us stagnant. And I refuse to be stagnant. So... I don't even give a fuck no more what the government's plan is. I'm working on God's plan. So this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, I am very confident that he's going to take great care of me and mine. And he's going to take care of you if you, you know, if you trust in him. So I wanted to leave you guys with that because there's a lot of things that's affecting us uh, collectively. Specifically, my black brothers and sisters living out here in New York, where we just feel like we can't catch a fucking break. You know, shit is fucking shit is wicked out here right now. And I don't know what you holding on to in terms of keeping your sanity. But the only thing I will ever hold on to in all of this confusion is my God. You know, I do hope you resonate with that. Um, now I'm officially signing out. This is the end of part two. I hope you enjoyed these segments today. And you guys, stay up. Um, 
You know the saying. I love you. Later, you guys. Hello. No one is available to take your call.